Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Tuesday, the 24th day in January of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Tuesday. We're going to start with a video game developer known as Riot Games. They make uh, popular video games such as League of Legends. Unfortunately, last week, one of their employees was the victim of a cyber attack that allowed the adversary to gain access to the development servers that the game developer uses. And unfortunately, that impacts the ability of the company to release and service new content for its titles. And in a world where video game developers have to make game updates weekly, this impacts millions of people who play their video games. So if you're a League of Legends or other Riot Games player, just know that Riot Games is dealing with an issue. There will be a delay specifically to an upcoming patch, but that patch is still going to come out, just might be a little later than you expected. We're going to move from video games to government emails. There is a foreign ministry in India whose emails were hacked. It's unclear exactly how these emails were hacked, but we know they were because a criminal is selling all of the data from those email servers, which include email IDs and passwords of at least 15 members of the Indian government. And what's interesting here is that um, hackers online associated with governments around the region, such as Pakistan and China, are allegedly showing a lot of interest in buying, inquiring exactly how much and what data, those types of things. And we don't know exactly who did this, but there are many experts who are linking these attacks to North Korean cyber actors. North Korean cyber actors have targeted entities in India before, and they do try to make money in their cyber attacks for the North Korean regime. This would be a latest iteration, an example of how exactly they do that, if, again, this does end up being a North Korean actor. And interestingly enough, India is a hot topic in terms of gaining information and intelligence in the region because it's a large country, and it is considered adversarial towards countries like Pakistan, and China has a vested interest in anything going on within its immediate borders, like any large first world country would. So it's not surprising that these governments would want to buy the data, which would give them free access and information about a neighboring state. And it would be unsurprising to find out that this is confirmed to be a North Korean cyber actor because it fits with their objectives in using cyber as a weapon. We're going to shift from India all the way to the United States where the Justice Department is apparently nearing its final decision to levy a lawsuit against technology giant Google. This latest complaint by the Justice Department is over how Google has an unfair dominance over the digital advertising market because they control which ads make it to the very popular streaming site, YouTube. So combined between Google search and how that mechanism works, which you should look into, it's very intriguing how businesses levy Google's search engine for advertising, as well as by controlling what ads make it to YouTube, the government is saying that basically Google controls all marketing and that that constitutes a monopoly. And so you could see some changes to how ads are conducted in the future or at a minimum 
which alphabet company manages which ads, which really amounts to corporate reshuffling, but it could help impo um, impose some rules where other companies have a chance to ensure fair, equitable trade within the marketing digital space. So again, the government's concerned that one company owns too much of something in a way that influences unfairly large portions of uh, the citizens. And so they're trying to take action to make sure that there are more than one option or at least fair trade in that marketplace moving forward. We're going to end today on your food. Many people don't connect cyber attacks and your food, or if you eat something, is it safe because of a cyber attack that happened to a company I haven't heard about months ago. And the Federal Bureau of Investigation in the United States is saying that this is a big concern. Criminals are using a cyber attack known as business email compromise to steal huge amounts, hundreds of thousands of dollars of food shipments, and are then repurposing that food for personal gain, often without adhering to strict food hygiene standards under guidance like the Food and Drug Administration's uh, required mandates. And this is really important because uh, BEC is used not just for food, but it's a, a sort of a blanket term for when a peer or someone trusted that you do business with has their email compromised. So let's say that you're a food supplier and um, one of your customers emails you saying, hey, uh, I do want this shipment, but it needs to go to our new facility, uh, put it on my tab. If you have a working history and relationship with that, you might bill the company and change the shipping address. Well, that all went to a criminal because the criminal had the username and password of your peers or customer's email. And by the time that you realize it or the customer says, hey, why'd you charge me for this food I didn't order? The criminal already has that food off-shipped or offloaded somewhere else. And this is problematic because it means that large companies are being defrauded hundreds of thousands of dollars, that vast amounts of foods aren't making it where they need to go. It creates supply issues, and it's just one example of how something as simple as compromising an email could lead to food crises in certain areas and regions, and also having huge impact on businesses that you rely on to get your food. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Tuesday. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow on Wednesday. So until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a man who was a farmer and Air Force veteran in Alabama. Hody Childress from Geraldine, Alabama, recently passed, and it was revealed that this hero for more than a decade would give his local pharmacy $100 
on the first of every month under one condition, that that pharmacist use that $100 to pay for people's medications who are struggling, helping those in his local community be healthier with a smaller impact to the cost that they must pay for those medicines. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, Mr. Childress uh, recently passed away and is no longer with us, but he's getting a sincere tip of the cap from beyond because of how far beyond he took his kindness. So, uh, again, to you, uh, Hody, a sincere tip of the cap and safe travels in your next endeavor. <laughs>